Let's Talk Sports fans. Thanks for tuning in. Good afternoon, Let's Talk Sports fans and spitballing sports fans, and welcome to Pocket. Joining me is my co-host, John. What's going on tonight, John? Nothing. Happy the All-Star break's over. I know, right? I'm ready. Yep. Yeah. It's good stuff that it's uh, it's over. We got a uh, full slate of games tonight. Yep. Uh, my Penguins are up 3-0 on the Winnipeg watching this game. So, yeah. had, a little, had a little break to uh, replace the glass here, so getting back to play here but uh yeah um yeah i mean a lot of stuff going on tonight john I, a lot of games tonight yeah uh, a couple games last night um i thought we'd go uh start off first with this uh this 16 game uh, win streak that the oilers are on and have the potential tonight against vegas later uh, to make it 17 games in a row, that that will tie the 93 my 93 Penguins um, for the for the uh, you know they had the 17 game uh, they win tonight. So crazy. Um, I just was reading a uh, article about some of the 93 Pens chiming in on this uh, this win streak. So I, I saw that Talkett, uh made a comment about it. He said. Uh, when you're on a roll like Edmonton, there's some good games. There's some games you shouldn't win, and there are a couple games where you didn't deserve to win, you know. And uh, well, yeah, I know. I can think of the game against the Leafs, probably around the fourth game of this streak. The Leafs had them two nothing, yeah. and uh, lost three two. And they had you know they had that game. They had that game in the bag. And I was looking at something real quick. The last five games, Edmonton's beaten Seattle, Calgary. Columbus, Chicago, and Nashville. So not really tough competition. You know what I mean? That's been pretty. Yeah. Last five have been pretty. Not you know you got to win them. So good for them. But that's that's not not tough competition for sure. Right. Um, I I was reading an article about you know like I said these like I alluded to these bunch of ninety three Penguins were chiming in on this streak and uh, Kevin Stevens uh, mm. made an appearance with. Uh, Mark Mann is a uh, a radio guy and a sports writer, uh, and a Pittsburgh sports. Uh, you know, he's been around. Yeah, yeah, he's been around a while. But he made a comment. He goes, uh, he goes. You know that uh, he goes. What made it impressive for us back then? He says is the nature how games were decided back then. He goes, it just made the streak all more impressive. He goes, we we only played five minutes and a five minute overtime, so we could end in a tie. There were no three-on-three shootouts. Right. It was just playing the five-minute thing. It was amazing because it got to overtime a couple times, and guys who never scored ended up scoring, he said. So, but, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, no, no doubt about it. I mean, the, I mean it, it, it is different, obviously. I mean, the three-on-three. Three-on-three. I mean, I watched it, for, and it's funny. I'm, I was thinking to myself, you know, this is perfect for the All-Star game, three-on-three. Yeah. That's good. It's not good to end a game like that, in my eyes. It's it's right. terrible. And um, I got to agree with them, guys. Like, even the, the Canadians had a winning streak in the 70s. Christ, back then, they didn't even have overtime. Right. So, you know, it's – I got to give Edmonton this, man. They have I, – I, they've turned it around. Like, I didn't – I didn't think they'd be bad. I think I even said, and I think me and you both agreed, when they were 5-12-1, they're still going to make the playoffs somehow. 
they're going to yeah. get in. Right. But this is this this is. I mean, I don't know what else. To, this is well, unbelievable. Impressive. I owe it. I mean, the only change they really made was they changed the coach. I I owe it a lot of this to Knobloch. He's done a hell of a job. Um, we'll see what happens. I mean, uh, I I I kind of don't want them to tie that my my ninety three pens because I just I, I remember right. watching that season. A lot of people said uh, that was the best team. They said that was that those that team was that ninety three team was better than the ninety one and ninety two team. The back to back ups. I mean, uh, you know, they lost to the Islanders, but I mean that team was just just a team that was just uh, amazing. You had a lot of good guys back then on that team. Talkit, you know, Lemieux, Yager, Taglinetti, uh, Alf Samuelson, Kevin Stevens. Larry Murphy, I can go on and on. Uh, who was who? Who was the goalie? It was, it was Barrasso. Barrasso, all right. Yep. So, but uh, you had Barrasso and Ken Reggett backing him up. So, but my uh, God, Ken Reggett, I liked him. He yeah. he started for the Leafs a little bit back in like the late '80s. I always liked him. Yeah. Well, he has a uh, in Pittsburgh. He used to go to his bar. He has Reggett's. Uh, Reggett's, uh, it's a Reggett bar. Reggett, oh, really? Reggett's bar. Yeah, it's, uh, I think, it's, it's, I forget what it's, what the name is. We used to go there all the time, though. Oh, that's cool. So, I, I would, yeah, I was a big fan. Reggett, and if you're a Leafs fan, you'll remember Reggett and Alan Bester together. Yeah. But, so, but, uh, yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens here. They're going against Vegas. I could see Vegas upsetting them. It's at, I think it's at Vegas, and then they play at Anaheim on, uh, on yep. Friday night, I, I I could see Vegas, uh, you know, upsetting them. So I was listening today on Sportsnet to I wish I could remember the reporter's name. He's the guy he covers Edmonton Oilers, and they were asking him what did Knobloch do? What could he have possibly done? And he said all he's done is uh, more. He doesn't mix the lines up as much as um, the the last coach did. Like he doesn't you know, Woodcroft. He doesn't do that. He keeps everyone together. Um, he did bringing Paul Coffey in, I guess, was a big deal, helping yeah. the defensemen. Like, yeah. that was a huge – this was – Paul Coffey had never coached before. They just brought him out of the – and the other thing is, too, think about Paul Coffey. He is the right-hand man. He, the, the owner listens to everything Coffey says. So, like, you've got – and who, who better to learn from than Paul Coffey? And the other thing I think we ought to remember I wonder, is – I wonder if Robbie Brown had anything to do with that. Right. Because I know – Ro- Robbie Brown is, uh, I think he does, what does he do, radio? Or he does color? Or he, he does something and I, for Edmonton. So. Yeah. Yeah, I can't, I don't even know. Yeah. I, I will say this, though. Think about contracts. Think about Dreisaitl and McDavid. It's coming towards an end here because it's coming fast, too. And I, these guys probably want to win a cup. And they're looking, you're looking at 14-plus million for these guys. So... Wow. And we, you know, he's hey, McDavid's in his tenth year, okay, and, and he he should have won a cup by that. He's behind the eight ball. He's he's behind the eight ball on a lot of these. Uh, you want to you want to put him in the in the talk of greatest of all time? Guess what? Greatest of all time. They they, they had had either a cup or multiple cups. Uh, yeah. By, by their ten by their tenth year in the in the league. You know, I can tell you that. So he's he's behind the eight ball. He's he's definitely behind the eight ball. Yeah, how old is he now? Do you know off the top of your head? I can't even know. Is he 28, 27, probably? Uh, well, he's been in the league 10 years, so. He's probably 20, 27, 20, he's probably, what, 29? 29, 30, 
Yeah. Wow. And and you know what? Um, we, I mean, I guess what you'd have to call him is maybe the most one of the most talented to ever play. But if he doesn't win, I know what you. I get what you're saying. I, I you know, then that's a big difference not winning. Right. Uh, so, I just think that you have. I think Drysital might. If Drysital doesn't win a cup soon, let's say they win a cup this year, I think you could see Drysital leave and get money. Just, yeah. just cash in because right now these guys are so grossly underpaid in a lot of ways. The both yeah. of them. Oh yeah. Um, I also think Edmonton should be ashamed of themselves too. Because they certainly did not, not until the last couple of years, I would say, but even even that, they've never really been able to, you know, surround, get get enough guys in your bottom six. This year, the bottom six playing good. Your goaltender, Skinner, is playing well. You hope it stays for them, right? I mean, who knows? It's not a proven thing. So I don't know. I, um, I agree with you, though, because it's kind of in the Austin Matthews kind of, I think, where I'm at with McDavid. They might be the most talented, one of the most talented of all times. They might break records left and right, but if you don't win, it really is all for nothing. It's all for nothing. I agree. No? And that's yeah. I mean, that's that's what I don't it know. Is. That's kind of where I'm at with McDavid. I mean, he hasn't he hasn't hoisted a cup yet, and he's in his tenth year. And uh, wow, time's ticking. Time's ticking. And like I said, most of the great ones by their tenth year had had either won a cup or multiple cups. So, but. Uh, and he's had know. and he had Dreisaitl with him. I mean, I, I mean, Dreisaitl's awfully good. That kid is good. He's not. They're not kids anymore, though. That's the thing. You just made the point. They're not kids anymore. So, well, we got twelve thirty left in the uh, in the game here. Pitts up three nothing still. Uh, wow. Winnipeg scored, but they they challenged it, and he was offside, so they took the goal off. Now Winnipeg's about to lose their fourth in a row. So uh, yeah. Um, well, yeah, I mean, there's, there's 12, 12, 15 left here. Um, but, uh, yeah, and by the way, you know, uh, Dylan had that head shot to uh, Achari. I don't know whether you saw that. Knocked him out of the game. Got a match penalty, five-minute major. Um, hmm. They went on a scoring spree. Um, uh, scored twice in that power play. So, Achari looked pretty bad. I mean, he was dazed and confused, and he was, he was bleeding out of his nose. So. Jeez. Not, not sure what happened there, but uh, uh, so what would you think of the All Star game? I mean, uh, um, you yeah. surprised you? I thought Nathan McKinnon. I thought he looked pretty good. Um, yeah, he's he's something else. That guy. You want to talk about it? There, he won a cup, and he is he is mean. He's fast. He's strong. He's a strong. You know, he's kind of an underrated player. He really, in a way. Yeah. Amongst the people, you know, because he's out in Colorado. Right. I, here's what I thought of the All-Star game. I really liked the fact that they went back to the skills competition the right way. Yeah. They weren't wearing capes or doing magic tricks, all that other yeah. garbage, yeah. and they're trying to score. Yeah. So I, I was actually involved. The, the skills competition had me watching. I was into it. You know, there was it was kind of interesting. Um, this is the first time I've watched it in a long time. Yeah, and I didn't mind the skills. The skills were good. I thought. I I think you know McKinnon and Connor McDavid. I think are are in the MVP race. If you ask me, I think that that's uh, you know we'll see what happens. I know the Avalanche have a stretch of games here. I they, they lost last night in uh, at the Rangers right at Madison Square Garden, and, I believe. And they're losing right now, three one to New Jersey. Yeah. So, you know that's two in a row. I mean, but they're they're sitting in nice shape. Although. 
if Dallas beats Buffalo tonight, Dallas will tie them for the uh, lead in the division. Yeah. But um, no, I mean Colorado. There, I mean probably probably McKinnon should be the MVP. Um, he's doing a lot with you know he's missing some people. Right. They don't have a third line center at all. He's making so, chicken salad out of you know what. Yeah. 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 I think he's having a great year, and you know, he uh, he's never won it. He's never won MVP. Unbelievably. Right. So I would think this would be his year. But I do think if the Leafs get into the playoffs, as I think they should, and Matthew scores 70 or close to it, I got to put his name in there as well as yeah. a possible candidate. Probably a finalist, but won't win. Yeah. Um, you know, just talking, uh, you know, March 8th trade deadlines approaching here. I mean, we're a little, we're a little over a month away from that. Uh, yeah, looming, looming deadline, like I said, of March eighth. Um, just looking at some of the things, uh, you know, two of the top teams in the league, Vancouver and Winnipeg, they made a uh, a trade in the recent days. Uh, Canucks got Elias Lindholm from Calgary, and the Jets got uh, Sean Monahan from Montreal. It's funny because they just the Penguins just played Mon, uh, Montreal before the for the the uh, All Star break, and I remember seeing Monahan Monahan in that game. So. But uh, going to be much more activity, you know, for that March eighth trade trade deadline. I I suspect. So. Yeah, uh, I I'm concerned about your guy Gunshell. I'm Gensel. real Gunshell. I'm sorry. I'm really concerned yeah. about that. He. I don't know what to expect. Yeah, you know, I, I am too. I mean, he turns down that eight and a half million. Uh, you know, they offered him eight and a half million right before the All Star break. We turned it down. Um, Is it did you read what they said in the athletic about that? I didn't. It, it was I read it uh, today because um, I was looking up stuff about him. That now this is obviously unnamed sources. That if he doesn't sign something before the deadline, he's gone. So that's interesting. Um, I, I <laughs> Dubis is a weird. I don't know what to think. I, I'm not sure you don't either because there's no track record really of what he's going to do like this. He didn't have this in Toronto ever this kind of situation. Well, so. I agree with Jim. I mean, he, like, if, if you trade him away, you, you, you know, like you don't want him to walk. I mean, obviously we discussed this last week. You don't want, right. you want, you don't want the deadline to pass and then him just walking the off in the off season and you get nothing for him. Uh, best case scenario, you want to, you know, if, if, if he's not willing to sign, you want to get something for him, you know, um, but they would have to get some return because I'll tell you what, I mean, I agree with Jim. <laughs> I, you know, what do you got in the, what do you got waiting in the wings besides right. him for this team? You know, I, I, I said it before, you know, they're like in purgatory right now. Mm -hmm. it, it's like they're good enough to kind of keep themselves in the hunt, but they're not good enough to, to win a cup. And, and it's like, okay, at what point in time do you say, okay, we got to rebuild? Like, like, cause. Oh. Yeah. You can't win a cup with this team. Like this team's right now, as it is, they're not built to win a cup, and they're not going to win a cup. So what do you do? I mean, at what point in time do you say, okay, we, we've got to, we've got to rebuild. We got to go into the rebuild. And Gunsel, he's already thirty. I didn't realize he's that. He's thirty. Um, I mean, he he's not a young. I mean, he's not he's not sitting there at 25, 24, 25 years old. I, you're right. I mean, they should have probably this rebuild should have already started is my guess. You know what well, I mean? Yeah, and I, I blame it all on, on Hextall and Burke. I mean, they had plenty of time to address some things. They, had, they, had, they, had, they should have addressed the goal. They should have had 
Jari out of there uh, after the 2021 season. He should have been gone that 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 year going into 22. Should have right. been gone. I mean, I I said that from the get go. Um, you know, but uh, yeah. I mean, we'll see. I mean, my like, you know, we'll we'll see what happens here. Um, we're gonna make it's gonna there's gonna be some moves made though. I I I, I definitely believe mm-hmm. that. Um, you have the most interesting team, I think, in the in the league at the deadline. I'm curious. It's so I'm so curious how Dubas handles it because you he's 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 walking a tightrope, I guess. He's got to restart, like you say. He's got to start to rebuild. It's got to start. It's got to start this off season. Um, so, I mean, I mean, you wait. I mean, you know, you hate to say. I mean, you wasted some years with with Crosby and Malkin and and Latang. Um, right. Daniel Barry says says yo, what's going on, Daniel? Oh. <laughs> um, you wasted some years. I mean, people can can. I mean, coming from a, a Penguins fan, you know, I, I believe you wasted some years here, you know. But a lot of people that uh, aren't Penguins fan would say, well, hey, you also won three cups with uh, with Malcolm Letang and, 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 and Crosby, okay? So, I don't know. We're spoiled, in, I guess, from that standpoint. But uh, I, let, I me, let me ask you, because you'll know better than I, now they're going to have to tell, or somewhere, some will Crosby work in a rebuild, or do you do a retool? How do you? You're going to have to, because he's going to have to say goodbye to some. I mean, I would think Latang or Malkin. They, they got to go. Like at this point, maybe Malkin for sure. Um, how do you think he is with this? I mean, at his age, knowing that it might be another three, four years, let's say before you know if they strip down, it could be another let's say two years before I you're mean, really. Well, you see what Crosby's doing this year. I mean, you see, how, I mean, he hasn't lost a step. I think he'd be fine with it, as long as, you know, as long as it maybe is a is a shorter rebuild than some of some of the other rebuilds we've seen in the past. I think that that would be, you know, he'd be okay with that. Like, hey, load me up now, and let's try and make a run. You know, in in a year or, or next year or whatever. You know, let's try to. You know, let's try to make a run. I don't know. I mean, it's it's hard it's to say. Tough. I I think that he probably, I would say he doesn't want Gensel traded. I would I would say that, you know, Crosby probably doesn't want that to happen. But I I, I just think it's kind of it might be out of his hands at this at this uh, particular juncture. You know. Yeah, and probably and out of I guess kind of out of every yeah. If he refuses to sign, I or doesn't sign i i get i get it like if yeah. if nylander was sitting there and still hadn't signed a contract we'd be saying the same things in toronto because well, you I, didn't want him to walk i just wonder what what he's doing i just wonder if his agent's like hey turn the eight five down i know you can get you know nine Jeez. out of them or, or maybe even they go up to 10 who knows i mean Oof. I, maybe he's just kind of calling their bluff i'm 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 Thinking that may be the the case, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll we'll know in the coming month, right? Yes, we will, and we'll know because yeah. we'll see if we'll see where the Penguins are at after they win tonight. If they hold on, they're only five points out of a playoff spot. So, you know what I mean. The players themselves will show what to do. I think we'll yeah. we'll let Dubas know. Should we add? Should we not? Yeah, type of thing. But I mean, some of the heavy hitters you're looking at. Uh, you know, Mark Andre Fleury. He's still. I know they're they're playing Minnesota up here uh, Friday night. The Penguins, um, and he's supposed to play that game. Uh, John Hines said already he's going to be playing in that mm. game. Uh, 
So uh, I know Anaheim's Adam Henrique. Uh, we got the Flyers, Sean Walker. We got Nick Dowd in Washington. We got Jacob Chikrin. Um, you know, the Rangers are in win now mode. We've seen that, you know, uh, they're definitely a team to watch. Uh, you know, Jersey, as we talked with Jim, they're, they're more than likely going to be in the market for some goaltending. So we'll see what happens here. Yeah. And Calgary's still got Tanev and Hannafin. Um, whatever could happen to those guys and Capo Caco, right? I was talking to Jim about him, that guy. He's only 22. I don't even know how old he is in the ready to give up on him in New York. Yeah. So uh, interesting there. How about Chitrin? He can't – the the centers, they're nuts. I, I don't know why you would – how many times – how many teams is this guy going to play on? You know what I mean? Like where yeah. – I think he got drafted by Ottawa. I'm not positive. I can't remember off the top of my – but I feel like he's already been on three teams. Yeah. And he's come back around. If I'm Ottawa, I don't trade him in the league. They have a good defense set up. And you know what else, too? I think, um, Bill, Ottawa is going to be very tough for everyone. They're not going to make the playoffs, but they're playing pretty good. They're they're starting to sh- they're starting to play. Um, I mean, I watched them beat Detroit before the deadline, and um, they looked like they were the better team. I mean, they looked like they belong. So right. I bet you every they're gonna be a spoiler to somebody this year, yeah. for sure. Um, moving on here, we got the outdoor games coming uh, yeah. next week. I don't know if you're too excited about that, but you got uh, the Devils and Flyers, and then you got the Rangers and Islanders, uh, February 17th, uh, Devils cool. and Flyers, and then, then the next day, uh, you got the Rangers and Islanders, and both at MetLife Stadium in uh, East Rutherford, New Jersey. So, this awesome. Is- I-, I like to see the the – First time I think the league has done that, right? Have consecutive, yeah. Uh, has have outdoor games in consecutive days. So plus, it's, I, you know, it's some division rivalries. Yeah, and I love that. And they're playing right at MetLife, and the jerseys look cool. I was looking at them. Everything is gonna. I, I like it a lot. I like it a real lot. <laughs> Kevin Hicks, way to shove Euro hockey down our throats, K Adams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Sabers. Um, I don't know. There's a team I can't. They got. I don't know what to think of them. Like it, it, we were talking last week, Bill. We don't know their identity. Don't know really what they are. But right. we all knew this. I heard Craig Revey because I'm here in Buffalo. I heard Craig Revey talking, and he was saying the same thing we said. You need to leave Levi down in the minors. Why are you know get a good goalie in here? Add some more people. Eric Johnson's 36 years old. And he can't even play half the time. He might have come back today, but. Um, what are they? They got to move some of the young guys, right? Matt Savoy, I'm sure you know out there, Sabres fans would know. I mean, what are you going to do with you got so much young talent? What are you going to do? Where do you put them? Because yeah. half the guys, Bill, need to be in the top six. Right. You know what I mean? When you're that talented, you can't play on the bottom four or, you know, bottom uh, two lines. So they got to make a move. They got to make some trades or something, do something. Yeah. But I Great. love those uh, uniforms, by the way. I don't know if you saw them. They're really cool, the, the outdoor games. No, I didn't get a chance to see them. As long as they're not the uh, the old black uh, uh, devils wearing the old black that's a jersey. I, I, I thought that no. was just the dumbest. That's thing. horrible. Yeah, no, this it's is cool. It's a black. It's it's you'll like it. I'm telling you, I like them all, and I even like the Islanders, which was kind of a weird one, but it was it was cool. Let's well, go back to the old Gordon Fisherman. <laughs> <laughs> that one, yeah. 
That'd be fun. <laughs> With the old aqua and the orange oh. and the old the old Gordon Fisherman on the on the front. I never understood that one for them. That was the weirdest one of the weirdest uniforms. Because I think they got one of the coolest emblems. You know, you got Long Island on there. The NY yeah. is a stick. It's pretty cool. But yeah. Yeah. The Gordon Fisherman. Yeah. So uh looking at playoff races you know we got the devils islanders cracking those are you know among the uh the the 2023 uh you know playoff teams that are currently out of a spot as of now you know same with uh my penguins here at this particular point in time you know trying to get back uh after missing last season but uh i don't know i mean they're gonna be playing a lot of hockey in the next couple of months we'll see what happens here um yeah, some of these teams, you know, they got to get a big push here. You know, this is kind of we know how this is after the All Star break. That's when, uh, you know, you you make your push, and uh, you know you, you're going to play a lot of hockey, obviously. But uh, this is the time to make hay while the sun's shining. Uh, there's going to be a big push in the West too, John. I know we yeah. talked about this before. You know, you got you got four teams separated separated by just four points in the stand, and you got the Blues, you know the the, the Kings, which I, I don't know what the hell is going mm. on with them. You fired, fired I see, saw they fired McClellan. Um, you got Kraken and the Predators, who are who are all competing for the. Or you got the Kraken and the Predators who are, for, who are competing for their uh, wild card spots. I don't know. What do you think? I mean, that well. Works. Then you got Arizona and Calgary just one, you know, they're only five behind this this mix. And you can even throw Minnesota in. Uh, I don't know what to think about. This is pretty weak compared to the East. Um, yeah. Man, I, I predicted, I hope St. Louis, you know, in that one prediction show we did, I predicted St. Louis to make the playoffs. So I guess I hope I kind of hope they stay there. But um, I don't know, man. Seattle's a, Seattle, Nashville, St. Louis. I mean, the Kings should be ashamed. Because they're better than these teams. They're just right. they're they, they gotta right. turn it around and just and just they're kind of like what the Leafs are doing. I feel the same way. Come on, wake up and and get going. Um, because I'll tell you what, they missed the playoffs. Either one of those teams, you gotta then really question what you built because it's garbage. But uh, I don't know. Do you think Seattle? God, Seattle's a, such a to me. They're a little bit of a boring team. Yeah. Um, but I like Bjorkstrand. I like him. Yeah. I like him. I, you know, I, he's kind of been a, like a leader kind of in that, in that locker room. He said, you know, he, he, he made the comment. He's like, we, we got to push, we got to work our butt off, butts off to, to be able to qualify for this. He goes, we know, we know we're in the hunt. You know, we got a lot of other teams playing good ho hockey and we got to win games. That's, that's what Bjorkstrad come out and said here um, just the other day. So we're probably going to watch in the next couple of weeks the team start dropping so we can tell who's going to be a seller. I mean, that's got to be. I mean, Calgary already kind of started to sell, but they're still in the playoff mix. But, you know, like tonight, Washington, I think, getting beaten like this by Montreal, I think they I think they might, even after this game, they're getting hammered 5-2. I mean, they might just be falling off. Um, it feels that way. Well, I... I mean, given given the injury to Backstrom, just that it's just kind of like that 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 team is just kind of unraveled, in my opinion. Um, you know, yeah, and they sit with fifty one points, but they're not. 
They're not. They're not. I, I think they'll fall. I think Buffalo and Montreal will catch them. I, I wouldn't be yeah, surprised. Bottom fall. Again. Yeah, and we said about Philly too falling. I, you know. Yeah, they've right. lost a ton in a row. They've lost like, I think they've lost five in a row. They're winning tonight though. They're actually beating Florida. They're going to win unless there's a yeah. goal here in the last ten seconds. They're beating Florida two one. Yeah. So interesting, but yeah, I mean, we're going to find out a lot here shortly. Um, like, you know, like the, the East with that wild card, Toronto, Detroit, the Islanders, the Penguins and the Devils, in a lot of ways you could mix them all up and just pick two out and see what happens. I mean, cause Toronto and Detroit nice. aren't exactly You know, they're not, they haven't really distanced themselves from anything. So yeah. shout out for the Penguins. Awesome. Oh, Jerry with the big, right. It was him tonight, wasn't it? Yep. It was him tonight. So nice. But, uh, all right, I know we touched a little bit on it a little bit earlier, but uh, let's let's revisit it. MVP repeat. McDavid and the Edmonton Oilers, obviously, you know, they've won 16 in a row. Trying right. to make it 17th tonight. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. Raining Hart Trophy winner. Make He's making a case to be MVP, you know, for the fourth time in his career. Um, Charles McKinnon by 17 points and Kucherov by 18 in the scoring race. But I think he's playing better hockey. But like we said earlier, uh, John, he's got to win a cup. He's in his 10th year. He's got to win a cup. I mean, it just uh, – I don't know. He's, I, think, I think they're doing a lot of good things in Edmonton. I, and like I, like I alluded to earlier in the show, I, I, I attributed that to a lot to Knobloch. And, and just I, – I don't know. Maybe the coaching change just sparked those guys. I don't know. Maybe it's not so much – the coach is just a change. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I I think in MVP, I think McKinnon's going to win this year. I think it's his time. He deserves one. He hasn't had one. Yeah. I think they give it to McKinnon. I think he's he is the best player in the hockey right now. I well, think. Yeah, and you know, if you remember, McKinnon in Colorado won the cup, and you know they won in twenty two. Uh, sweep swept Edmonton in the, in the final. But yet, you know, he's 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 yet to be voted MVP. So, you know. He's MVP. I think it's his time. I really do. I like I I in watching him every time I see him, he, he's fast and strong. He he's really good. And I think at this point McDavid would trade that hardware to lift the cup over his head, right? I mean Absolutely he would. Yes. I believe I believe he's got in him a lot of uh like the, the all the winner. You can see it. He doesn't like to lose. I mean he's but you know. Yeah. I, I we'll see. He's got a good team this year. This is a this is probably the best chance with Vancouver, Edmonton, Winnipeg for Canada to win a cup. They haven't won one since '93. Those three teams, you know, Vancouver still shocks me, but we'll see. Yeah. Could you could let me ask you something real quick about Vancouver? It's way off topic. Couldn't you yeah. see them losing like in the first round or something? Like you know what I mean? Couldn't you see there being like where they just. I, it's like perfect. I mean, I, come, I don't know. I, I think they're going to go far. I do. Yeah. I, yeah. I think Tockett has that team playing well, and I think they're a, a well-rounded team. I think they're one of those teams that's going to, you know, not not that they're really flying under the radar because they're not, but I think that they're they're going to surprise a lot of people. I think. I don't know. I I, I don't really see them losing. In the they beat Carolina game. tonight, three-two. Yeah. In Carolina. Yeah. Tough. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. So, all right. So I want to talk about your couple guys on your Leafs uh, shining in the All Star uh, game. Uh, Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner. Um, 
three-on-three tournament on their home ice in Toronto. Uh, Matthew scored twice, including the winner, and he had an assist. Marner added a goal. Uh, he beat uh, Connor McDavid McDavid's team seven to four in the in the in the final. Um, I guess they what they split one million as a reward. Matthews and uh, you know so. What'd you think of that? I mean, those guys shined. I was impressed with them. You know, they got all the talent in the world. They're they're probably some of the like I said. I mean, it's it's just it's for me being a longtime Leaf fan. Those things I wish wouldn't happen because they're almost become like a joke. Fine, they win. Okay, you win the fight. You win the All Star Championship. On thank you. On uh, you know what I mean. Like it's. Yeah. But yeah, let's get to a try to get to a second round. You know what I mean? It's just it's all kind of. They're talented as hell. I mean, they're unbelievable. Those guys. Nylander too. I mean, they're. And 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 Tavares is playing great. I gotta say, as old as he 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 is playing really well. There's a guy who deserves to win a cup somewhere. Um, but yeah, they're so talented. I mean, it's made for them that, that event, I mean, it's perfect. Um, and they won. I mean, they, and, and what was it? Did McDavid won a million dollars too, right? In the skills. I think he took yeah, home a million bucks. He did. Yeah. Yeah. Can you ask you something else about that? Kucherov, did you see him? How he, what he did in the skills competition? He I was, missed, I, so I was that skills competition. I actually missed it. Cause I was at the, uh, I was at the Wisconsin Woodsman uh, hockey oh, game. Yeah. They were playing the uh, Oregon Tradesmen, and I, I went to that. So he well, I'm going to send you a video. I listened to it on the way home, though. I listened to it on the way uh, there, and I listened to it on the way home. Some of the highlights. I'm going to send you a video of what he did in while he was participating in some of the events. He pretty much did nothing. <laughs> he was absolutely. It was. I don't even know what to call it. I mean, I know he's upset because Russia isn't going to be in that in the turn. I don't know. I don't know what that was. I mean, he shouldn't even have been there. I don't know why he bothered coming. Yeah. It was it was that bad. Like it was that the crowd was booing him. Yeah. He was getting booed off the ice almost because of his you know just not even not even doing anything. Yeah, and that's kind of a slap in the face to the he the fans. I mean, what are you doing? That's what it's all about is for them for kids. Yeah. You know. He was an ass, but um, yeah, I mean, I I, uh, I thought Matthews and Marner, it's built for them, Nylander, and yeah, uh, him and Bieber, they won. If Justin Bieber had a big pink coat on, everything was great. So I don't know what to tell. Big pink polka dot coat on the bench. Yeah, but yeah, you know, I don't know. I, you know, like I said, Ma Matthews and Marner, I think they, you know, they were playing in front of hometown fans. I think they wanted to give them a show, and they surely did. Yeah. Um, I, Crosby uh, played for Team McKinnon, had two assists. He only played six minutes and 39 seconds, but, uh, you know. But, Him uh, and McKinnon are the same guy in a lot of ways. They're both from, let's say, Cole Harbor or whatever, yeah. and uh, up in Newfoundland or wherever that is. And they, uh, they're the same guy. That's really funny when you watch them two get together. Yep. Yeah, and you know, uh, Matthews was named the All Star MVP as he should be. Uh, surrounded by a lot of Leafs fans cheering, and uh, you know, Ma uh, Matthews, Marner, and uh, Nylander and Morgan Riley were teammates again at the All Star Weekend, so that was pretty nice. But uh, yeah, it was a good showing. This was a better All Star game than normal. It was like I, I think. When you went back to normal skills that I was using, you know, shooting and hitting the the you know the the, the targets and all that stuff, and 
Yeah. It was good. And he gave the goalies up. Unfortunately, I feel bad for the goalies. They can only make a hundred grand. And those yeah. goalies get peppered. I feel bad for them. <laughs> yeah. But the, you know, at least they gave them a hundred grand too, or one whoever was the best goaltender. So that was kind of cool. Well, I know it come down to I was listening to it, it come down to the wire for that uh I know McDavid uh, you know, he scored I think two goals in the final thirty two seconds to beat McKinnon and uh, he beat Quinn Hughes team six five in a shootout in the other semifinal. So, but yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it was. I enjoyed it. I mean, I uh, I had to work the weekend, but I did end up DVR and, and watching uh, the All Star right. game. So, wasn't bad. But okay. yeah, I'm I'm with you. I liked how they weren't clowning around with for the skills competition. They actually, you know, took it somewhat seriously. So I guess when a million dollars is on the line, you you kind of put that funny stuff away. So they did, yeah. yeah. So millionaires uh, fighting over a million. Yeah. All right, John. So Arizona Coyotes, mm. the arena situation still remaining, still kind of a concern here. No long term plan to where they're going to play. Uh, you know, we're past the midway point of the season. That you know they're, they're still playing in that Mullet Arena, five thousand seat arena. Uh, they don't have a concrete plan for a long-term home, but I but I heard that you know Gary Bettman said uh, you know he wants to keep you know keep them in the Phoenix area, and uh, he's I know Morello uh, is the uh, you know the owner, and they get you know they're gonna try and work with them, get something done to you know make sure that they keep them in the Phoenix area. Um, I don't know. What do you think about this whole thing? I heard um, Bettman at All-Star Weekend saying that in the next couple of weeks, a decision is going to be made on the Coyotes. I don't know what he, no one knows what he means by that, but um, they haven't even secured any land, I guess, yet. They just applied to get some. I mean, they're, they're a ways away. You've you got to start a building from scratch. Yeah. Um, it isn't right. like they can move into a building. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I'm at, and it's too bad because look at all the players. It's amazing the amount of players that are in the National Hockey League from Arizona that have played in the Coyotes Junior League. So it's yeah. doing it out there. Yeah, They just can't get it right. Well, I think Bettman wants to keep them there. I think he's going to do everything he can to get them, you know, keep them there. We'll see what happens there. But I know, you know, they got to have a plan in place or else, I, I don't know. I mean, a, another location may uh, – Maybe in the it may be a, an option for them, you know. So, but uh, yeah, Salt Lake City, maybe. Yeah, I know. You know that the, you know the like I said, I know the NFL or the NFL, the NHL and Batman have have been working to keep them, uh, you know, going through multiple ownership changes. We've know there's been a lot of change in hands with this organization. Um, it's been musical rinks too for them. I mean, you know, yeah. you know, but. Uh, I mean, they uh, they still have an agreement to play at Mullen Arena through next season. I know, um, with with a possible extension as well. So, but I mean, there it, there is some player complaints about the you know. I know when the Penguins played them just a few weeks ago, it was funny because the locker room they actually have to walk outside to get to the arena. I don't know whether you saw that they have like a uh, they have like a runway that has like a uh, like a canopy wow. tun- canopy tunnel over it, and they're actually they have to walk outside to get to the arena. So it was pretty, but uh, we'll see what happens. I'd like to see them stay in Arizona. I think it can, if you can get it done, I think, you know. Oh, but, I, uh, 
I agree. I think it would work. They're and they're kind of getting better, and it would be nice. And you you know you. I think this has got to be on Batman's mind. You have a decent group of kids that grew up watching, um, yeah. you know, the, the, those teams, and now they're in the NHL. You got to grow. It's crazy. Well, how you know, hockey has caught on. This all started after the Tempe uh, Arizona board rejected the arena referendum last year. You know, they re rejected it. Uh, I think it was in June, and yeah. then they, you know, they identified these possible six sites, and then, uh, you know, and then now we're saying that that, you know, or now we're hearing that Phoenix, you know, moving back to Phoenix is what they're trying to do, and and uh, you know, they're just focused on getting property and uh, seeing what they can do. I think they'll get it done. I mean, I don't, you know, I don't know. I, I mean, I know there's a, some you say about Salt Lake City, and I know the. Um, I know the Utah Jazz owners uh, are, ex, you know, have reached out and said that they would ha they have interest in uh, possibly purchasing the Coyotes and moving them to Salt Lake City. So, yeah, yeah. I and one last and one thing I and this is I don't want to I know just don't expand anymore. Can you imagine two more teams? No, I that's crazy. Yeah. There's no goaltending now. Yeah, I can't imagine where they're going to find them. Well, I, I mean, I think Utah would be all right. I know you that Salt Lake City is a, it's it's kind of an expanding uh, market, you know. So yeah, we'll see what happens. But I'd like to see them stay in Arizona for as long as they've been in there. I mean, how what it's been since '96. Yeah, yeah. You know? I mean, you you have got. I mean, it made it made an impact for sure. So yeah. they moved what, the Jets there. They they moved the Winnipeg Jets there. Yeah, and after it, I think the '95 season. And you figure they got it. It's important, I bet, for Gary Bettman to try. He needs to get San Jose and Anaheim back. They need yeah. to start being good. I mean, I watch games from San Jose sometimes late at night, and there's uh, there can't be more than five thousand. They probably couldn't fill Mullet Arena with the amount of people there. And I don't blame the people because it's terrible. Yeah. But yeah. Um, you know, they got to get that in order because that's important, right? I mean, that, that's that's why yeah. Gretzky goes to LA. I mean, it's all about right getting them guy people involved, and there are involved. So yeah, I tell you yeah. one thing though, it would be awesome to watch a game at Mullen Arena. I mean, you're right on top of the action. I mean, you you you're never gonna get that close to a to an NHL game. You're right on. It's like you know a very uh, awesome setting. I'm sure you know. I would love that. Yeah, I yeah. told you the one game one time I went to go see the Leafs play the Red Wings at Cops Coliseum in Hamilton, a preseason game. And it's similar. It was unreal. Yeah, if you couldn't, it was it was unbelievable because she's just on. You're right, you're on top. You can hear everything. Right. So it was cool. And that's a really that's a newer arena. That Mullet Arena is new. I mean, they, I know they have. Uh, well, obviously the Sun Devils play there, uh, and now you know the Coyotes play there, and I, and I believe there's an arena football team that also plays in there in the spring and summer. So they got to get them kids. They got to get those players. Though. I, I feel I do. You know, I, I mean, I don't feel too bad. They're making they're making money, but still, kind of sucks. I'm sure being in those, invite, you know, yeah, not even close. Yep. All right. So, moving on here, uh, the NHL getting to Corey Perry. This whole issue with him, I guess, the NHL has extended the deadline uh, for Corey Perry and the union to to decide whether to file a grievance against the Blackhawks uh, for terminating his contract. I. Uh, I don't know. What do you think is going to happen here? You think he's going to file a grievance against the Blackhawks? I mean, 
I think I would if I was yeah. him in a way because I, I I'm watching guys like Kuznetsov um, from Washington. All of a sudden this year, there has been more than I've ever seen of guys saying I need to step away for mental health or, yes. or addiction. It's and going on a lot. And some reason Corey Perry didn't have that option. Right. You know, they just terminated him. Yeah. And um and they said it was what alcohol fueled whatever. And um yeah. I kind of agree a little. I, I would I'd be shocked if the NHLPA doesn't do something there because he lost out. I mean, look at how much money he's making eight hundred grand from what he well, signed for over there. Yeah, I just wonder how much of this is his agent or how much of this is him because I read an article uh, that Bettman met with Perry uh, and, you know, Perry basically said he was seeking help for his alcohol abuse and he said he had no issues. And I repeat this. He said he had no issues how the Blackhawks handled the situation. Mm -hmm. um, but has since signed with Edmonton. As ex expect He's actually expected to play for the Oilers here. So... Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's. I think he's in the line. You'll see him tonight. I think we playing tonight. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. I think he played one before the break too yeah. that I saw him. And you know, I, he's going to help them come playoff time. Yeah. He's going to help them a lot. That was a great. I mean, good for Edmonton. They got him for eight hundred thousand dollars. I mean, yeah, it's just free. Yeah. But I think I would. I, you know, I I'm surprised the NHLPA doesn't step in themselves and be like, you know, but maybe yeah. they didn't go against any policies. I, it just seems odd that everyone else, there's a couple guys. I mean, I don't even remember Kuznetsov because I just saw him, but there's a few others that have stepped away and good for them to get help in their situations with either, you know, with alcohol or some kind of substances. And uh, it was right. kind of odd that Perry didn't get that option, but. Yeah, I know. I thought that too. So, but uh, all right, uh, John. So it was announced today that the, um, they're, they're working a deal to send players to the Olympics in 2026 and 2030. Uh, would you, would you think about that? Uh, you know, the only reason why I, I like it, it's just, it's in yeah. Italy. So every game is going to be weirdly timed. So I won't, we yeah. won't see much of anything. Right. I'll know the score before it happens, which is annoying. Yeah. Um, I do want Russia to play in these games. I, I really hope, and you know, they're doing, you know, All-Stars are done now for a while because I guess next year they're doing that uh, Four Nations tournament yeah. they're going to play, which is cool, right? Yeah. U.S., yeah. Canada, what is it, Finland and uh, Sweden. And, yeah. yeah, you know, and I know Kucherov's very upset because he wants Russia in it. And yeah, it's going to be U.S., Canada, Sweden, and Finland. Yeah. So, I mean, and, and, and I want Russia in there too, and I'm hoping that they can – yeah. work something out because you do want all the greatest players but i love it this is going to be great during the all-star break or however they're going to an extended break maybe yeah but um, they're going to play three round robin games taking place in one city in each of the countries with the top two advancing into a one game final so that's cool i like yeah. it and i think um i mean i don't know how do you feel about it i've always like you know i've always liked international hockey i used to like it when they would do the world cup of hockey like they would do it in like August or September and it'd be leading into the season. Yeah. Um, sometimes the Olympic breaks a little tough because you know, you're, you're shutting down the season for a little bit, but I don't know, man, I, I, my bitches, they're going to be in Italy. So I know that selfishly, I'm not going to see a lot of it as much as I want, you know, live right. or whatever. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's exactly, it's going to be a little hard to, 
you know, you I guess you set the DVR. That's what you do, right? Set and, the DVR and watch it the next day. So and shut myself off of social because I want to. You know, you're, I'm gonna yeah. go before. Right. And it drives me nuts. I but what are you gonna do? They're all you know, Olympics are all over the world, but man, yeah. I don't know. But I like it. Wait, because you know what? You make your think about the guys that win gold medals. I mean, that's huge to them. Oh, their yeah. their whole it goes down and getting you in the Hall of Fame, things like right. that. Look at Crosby. You know. Oh, he's he's like Captain Canada. Yeah. You know, like Ryan Smith used to be. Yeah. So you're gonna have him. Think about that. You're gonna get the two Cole Harbor guys. They're gonna play together, uh, Crosby and McKinnon. Right. I mean, you can't you can't <laughs> beat that. And I think the United States may have the best team of the bunch. Yeah. They got the only goaltending, really. Yeah. I know. We've 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 come a long way. I mean, we've, mm -hmm. we certainly have. So. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah. So. All right, John. Well, is there anything else you want to talk about? No, nah, you know, we covered a lot, man. I'm just uh, thrilled to have it all back. Oh, I see. Wow, New Jersey blew that lead. It's 3-3 now, Colorado and New Jersey. Oh, wow. Wow, it was 3-1 with 10 minutes left, and now I see it's 3-3. So that's a tough loss for them if they don't hold on to get something. Yeah. Because they were up big. They are up 3-1 for a long time. Your Penguins won a big game tonight. Because yeah. now that puts them in uh, – they're they they're closing in on the Islanders. They're and they're that was a huge win. I think that was a big win because Winnipeg's a good team. I just wonder how much. I wonder if there's going to be any suspension on Dylan. There and should that, be. There sounds a, like there would be. That yeah. was a oh, it. I mean, it turned his head. I mean, it, it was a it was a pretty vicious hit. Um, you know, he hit him high. It just you know, and like I said, he was all bloodied and looked dazed and confused. He looked how I don't know. You remember years ago. A few years back, when that pitcher caught that line drive off his head, and he literally hit the ground and was like spinning around. Yeah, that's what it looked like. That's what it looked like. It, he looked like he was like, like, I, like he I'm, was like knocked out, but he his he was like still kind of like his eyes were open and he's still kind of like feeling his way. Like it was it was pretty scary tonight. I have a bad feeling for him. I, I don't know, and I and I'm just speculating, but I have a feeling, and I'm thinking, I feel like he had one with the Leafs too. Yeah, he may have. He might be having this. He probably is going to have to be. He might have ended his career. You don't know yeah. how concussions are. I'm just. Yeah, I'm hoping that that's not the case. We'll see. Me he too. got up. He got up. I mean, he and he skated off on his own power, but he was bleeding out of the nose pretty good. It was. He was. He had a leaky faucet there in the of the red stuff. But I gotta check it. At, yeah, I didn't see it. I came over here for a yeah. different thing and I missed it. And I, you know, Dylan's a big guy. I mean, that's yeah. a. Well, he's known for doing that, too. He's known for doing that. So, Charm's not that big, either. No. Yeah. But, um, yeah, we'll see what happens yeah. there. I, I know the Penguins are in town. Uh, they're in uh, They're in Minnesota here, up here, Friday night. So, we'll see. I know John Hines already said uh, Flurry's starting. So, we'll see what happens there. And then, uh, you know, they got a back-to-back. -back. They go to Winnipeg uh, for a rematch Saturday night. So, Oh wow! We'll see That'll if there's be... any carryover from that hit. We'll see if there's any. Oh. we'll see if they muck it up in there and win a point. I bet night. you they will. I look forward. Yeah. That's good. I'm glad that should be yeah. a late game too. Maybe yeah. they'll do the double because I know the Leafs play the Senators on Saturday night. Yeah, so. so that'll that'll be interesting. See what they can do. But yeah, Penguins don't play again till Friday uh, at Minnesota and then uh, at uh, Winnipeg but Saturday night. They've come out of the break. The way you want to. I mean, they, they're no, that's a big win. Three nothing shut them out like that. Yeah. You know, they now just beat Minnesota, which they should yeah. be able to do. 
and now it's three in a row. And next thing you know, there'll be two points out of a playoff spot. Actually, two points behind Philadelphia. Yeah. So we'll see what they do against Winnipeg. And then I think their next game after that, I think, is on the 14th at home against Florida. So that's going to be a test with the Florida Panthers. But uh, so you got we'll the, you are watching your team to me, the Penguins, like I said, is going to be the most interesting at the deadline all the way through just to see how they deal with this because of Crosby being so good. It'd be one thing if Crosby, right. oh, you know, he's tailing off, whatever. No, he's playing like he might be 28 years old again. Oh, so, it's just, you know, yeah, it, it's he puts like, him in a tough look, <laughs> Yeah, it's like I'm looking at a, a 2008 Sidney Crosby right now. It's, it's just – It's insane. It's crazy. It is. It is. It, that's why I think that he's – that's really why I think if they're willing to do like a, a, a semi-fast rebuild, I think he's going to be totally on board because I literally think the guy's going to play five or six more years. I really do. You know what kind of trade they could make would be great for them? Is the kind that they – and I don't know how they could do this, but like the Pierre-Luc Dubois one, what yeah. Winnipeg got back. Okay, you're like, oh, Velarde, whatever. Those guys are playing really good. Right. You know, if there's some way – I don't know what Malkin I, – I don't know. I bet you Latang will have – some value for sure. Someone would want to have Latang. I think he will. He played well last year. Um, he had a great year last year. I mean, hey, this guy has had two strokes and he's bounced back. I mean, you know, he, he's uh, he's an amazing, amazing player, amazing person. Uh, has an amazing just his workout regimen is just insane. Um, and so is Crosby's. I mean, that's that's how those guys have been able to play at the high level. They've been able to play for so long, but I saw the goal the team scored today on the backhand. Nice. So I mean, uh, yeah. you know, he's. You wonder eventually someone. I mean, I don't think Crosby, but someone like him, you could see a retirement. I mean, you, a guy like him after all those issues he had. I mean, it wouldn't shock me if instead of being dealt, he just decides to walk off, walk away. Yeah. Um, but know. no, I don't know. You know who hasn't done anything good for his standing is uh, Carlson. I'll be yeah. honest with you. I watched him tonight for a little bit in the first period, and he turned the puck over a couple yeah. of times. Might as well not even have him. He was bad. I agree. Bad trade. Bad deal. I hope so. they can move him. That yeah. would be great if they could move him out. But that nine million or whatever it is, or eleven, whatever he's making, is it will be a tough sell. They'll have to eat the money, some money, I guess. Right. So. Yep. All right. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, next week, uh, John, I th let's give it hit hard, hard and heavy on the uh, trade rumors. I think we need to maybe even bring Jim on to just uh, get that. We'll be, yeah. we'll be one week closer to this uh, trade. We'll be actually under under a month, so you know some things are. If we might see some some wheeling and dealing this week yet, so we don't know here. Yeah. But uh, I'm sure we'll have a lot to talk about next week. Uh, We'll have a full weekend after the all-star break, and I'm sure there'll be a lot of storylines to talk. So, but uh, all right, everybody. Hey, thanks a lot for tuning in, and we will talk to you next week. Thanks so much for joining us, and until next time, let's talk sports, friends. Thanks for watching. <laughs>